For decades, we've helped Tom's family with parenting, adoption, and what it means to be pro-life. It's just typical of the way Focus on the Family has worked over the years. They just provide very practical, biblically-based things that help people to make the right choice and, and support people in ways that really are necessary. That's why Tom and his wife give monthly, to encourage and equip other families. Focus on the family is out on the front lines of things that you know are necessary in the culture and in, in the community, and we as Christians are called to support God's work in that way. It's just a blessing to us to be a part of it. I'm Jim Daly. I'm inviting you to give monthly so that together we can save even more families. Join our Friends of Focus on the Family team by calling 800-A-FAMILY or donate at focusonthefamily.com family. Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. In the Bible, in the New Testament book of 1 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul encouraged married couples not to neglect having sex on a frequent basis. And the truth is, of course, that your sex life is very important, but it can also be complicated. And we have some help for you today. I'm John Fuller, along here with my Focus colleagues and friends, Greg and Aaron Smalley. And Greg, in the professional marriage counseling you've done, uh, offer some observations about those different expectations that most of us probably have in marriage. Yeah, it's normal to have them because we see this constantly. Even the marriage assessment that we do, over a million people have taken this, and sex is the number one struggle that couples experience, especially around how often that we will be having sex, usually a big mismatch in desire or frequency. It just creates so much conflict. I remember watching a, a movie one time and this therapist is kind of separately interviewing the husband and the wife just around sex. And so first this therapist asked the husband, you know, how, how often, you know, do you have sex? And he goes, Oh, Hardly ever. I don't know, maybe like three times a week. And then he asked the wife the same question, and she said constantly, three times a week. <laughs> and so it just, it just shows you that as a couple that we can perceive sex and how often we're having sex very, very differently. Yeah. And it creates a lot of frustrations for most couples. And getting those frustrations onto the table, talking about what's going on and those uh, expectations – is really important. Let's go ahead and turn now to a conversation we had with Mylan and Kay Yurkovich, uh, who are best known probably for their love styles concept. They talked with Jim Daly and me about some sexual struggles that they themselves had to overcome in their marriage. Outline for us some of the common struggles couples have in their intimacy today. And maybe there's nothing new under the sun. I don't know if you've looked at this historically, but you say that sex is the great exposer so what do you mean by that? Well, sex and our comfort with it or the lack of comfort or the distress that's created in the relationship or the tension that is created over the subject of sex is one of those, it's like kids, it's like work, it's like a lot of things in life, but it is one of those things that exposes our broken parts, our right. weak parts. It, it's a stressor. And so it is this beautiful thing, but it's also a stressor. It's simultaneously yeah. both. And so, Kay, we, we experience that as being something that would expose in us weak places. Absolutely. I mean, I definitely exposed our lack of sex education. Mm -hmm. 
It exposed our inability to really communicate about difficult subjects. Mm-hmm. It, I think, really exposed our level of honesty, um, how much we could communicate. And, you know, it, the things that pull up weakness feels terrible, but it's an opportunity for growth. You know, when you, when you hit a rough spot, it's, it's never pleasant. But some of our hardest first conversations and our most honest conversations were about sex. And it was a game changer. But boy, I remember how hard those first conversations were where we began to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You point to Genesis 3 and the fall of mankind. That's a big statement. Uh, how does the sin of Adam and Eve mirror the experience of many couples in their physical and emotional uh, intimacy? It is very natural. Well, first of all, we have a fallen nature. We were made in the image and likeness of God. Yet, after the fall, there's a brokenness to us. And uh, that brokenness means we don't operate well. As C.S. Lewis said, we're made in the image and likeness of God, but the image is bent or marred. Uh And so with that brokenness, we find ourselves uh, doing, well, we struggle then to control our sexuality. One of the biggest problems with males is with a broken nature, I don't know what to do with my sexuality. And so much of the New Testament is about learning to control my sexuality. Right. So that it's holy and not worldly. But then there's this concept, too, that we're just like Adam and Eve, and we hide, and we're fearful, and we blame. And so in that way, we are very similar to Adam and Eve because mm-hmm. we tend to want to project our frustrations onto the other person. You know, Mylon, that's a powerful statement. And how do we do that? What are some of the examples of how an unhealthy projection occurs? I mean, we're kind of jumping into it, but let's go there. First of all, I had to learn to take a very hard look at myself. What was my orientation towards sexuality? I had to face my reality, how the world had shaped me, how the culture had shaped me. Mm -hmm. And I would have to say that through my adolescent years and through my college and my first few years of marriage, sexuality was out of proportion in my head. It was at a place where it had too much dominance and and priority of thought. And then that was not fair then in our relationship here. Right. Because sexuality had this very high attention level in my mind. But then when Kay was expected to try to keep up with that. Right. It was not fair. Well, Aaron, as uh, couples work through a struggle in this area of intimacy, uh, you do a lot of counseling. How do you encourage couples to um, really find a place where they can both be enjoying this gift of sex from God? I think it starts, John, first and foremost, recognizing it as a gift, recognizing that God gave us this gift specifically in marriage to build connection in in closeness. It's a gift. It's a celebration of the relationship and what God has done. The thing that I see consistently is when a couple comes in and they're saying we're struggling with sex or even just recently I had a guy come in and they sat down. I said, why are you here? And he said, because she won't touch me. She won't hold my hand and she won't have sex. And so I said, okay, so when that happens, what do you feel and what do you do? And he said, well, I isolate off and I go and just get busy with something else and pour myself into work. And I said, well, how is that working? Is that, I mean, what message is she receiving? You're way over here. And then do you talk about it? 
And he, he said, oh, no, no, we never talk about it. That is the number one response I get. Couples are so uncomfortable to talk about it mm. that they end up not even addressing that they're unhappy or that they're wanting something. And so it's recognizing what are you doing amidst this struggle? Are you advocating within the relationship? Are you turning towards your spouse? Are you turning away? And do they even know that it's an issue for you? Well, it's the elephant in the room, I would guess, for many, many couples. It really is. And in, in, in sadly, we so avoid, as Aaron was talking about, talking about sex. Why? Yeah, it's it's so uncomfortable. It It requires so much vulnerability. I mean, you really think about, you know, how even in the Old Testament, where it's talking about here, Adam and Eve, you know, the first married couple were, you know, naked and unashamed in in this perfect place, the Garden of Eden. And that's sort of like all of us want that. But yet, man, this side of heaven, especially around the topic of sex, there there, there can be so many past issues around that. It's just an awkward thing. Couples don't feel comfortable. And so we, we don't kind of exist in this naked and unashamed. And, and, and so we have to learn how do we battle through the, the awkwardness, the, the vulnerability that it takes to, to really talk about sex. And Aaron and I encourage couples, you know, the best way to, to learn how to talk about sex is just to take some of those conversation starters, and we can provide a link to some of our favorites around sex mm-hmm. that, that just allow the couple to to have d- different types of depth in their sexual conversation from, you know, what, what's your favorite romantic, you know, um, thing that we do all the way down to, you know, how often would we be having sex? It's just a great way to train your marriage that we are going to talk about sex. This is okay. And over time, we'll get through the awkwardness and, and that, that it creates talking about that. Yeah. Well, as Greg said, we'll link over to uh, some of those uh, discussion points uh, in the show notes. And then uh, we do have a caring team of Christian counselors here at Focus on the Family. And uh, the number to call to set up a consultation with one of them would be 800-A-FAMILY. And uh, no matter what you're working through, we want to try to help. And then we do have a, a broadcast bundle on this topic. It includes a copy of the really great book by Mylan and Kay Yurkovich, How We Love. I, I keep moving that around to different parts of my house because I keep referring to that book so often. It's an excellent resource. And then we have a CD copy of the entire conversation with them, about sexuality, and we're calling it the How to Have a Better Sex Life Bundle. So uh, contact us, make a donation if you can, and we'll send that bundle to you. All the details are in the newly revised show notes. And we'll continue next time with more from Mylan and Kay Yurkovich. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the rest of the team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.